When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I mean, the premise is so simple, right? It's, it's, it's like a racing game mixed with soccer. Like, anyone could think of that. Anyone could think of that. It just wasn't us. And so, so Rocket League comes out for Xbox One. We download it and then spend, what, till like 2 in the morning last night? <laughs> like, yeah, you know, the, the coolest... Here's what I like about the game. Here's what I lo- not like, love about the game. It has everything I like about soccer... But it has all the abilities for me to be good at of a video game. <laughs> yeah. The the only issue is, you know, like when I was like in early college or just after high school, I could stay up till two in the morning playing a video game. No problem. Wake up whenever I wanted to the next day. No big deal. Uh, but now when my six-year-old at seven in the morning is like, hey, dad, good news. I made breakfast. <laughs> For everyone. <laughs> and I have to run out of bed to go clean up milk and cereal that has somehow gotten everywhere in my kitchen. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that changes the that changes it a little bit. Rocket power! <laughs> Hello everyone, I'm Travis. And I'm Brandon. Welcome to Welcome Apathetic, to Enthusiasm. Apathetic Enthusiasm. You never, you you never, never, you never let me do the, the title. You always gotta, you always gotta get in there. Oh, okay. Well, go ahead. That, well, that, no, it's ruined now. No, it's not ruined. No, I'm out of here. No, get it. Oh, oh, come on. I mean, welcome everyone to apathetic enthusiasm. Uh, I'm Brandon. <laughs> we did that. Yeah, I know, but yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we talk about movies and games and pop culture and stuff. Oscars are today. We we had our Oscar predictions last week. Um, and 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 last night, uh, Travis and I were on were on the couch. And we're playing Rocket League over at his house. Um, it's a very spontaneous event. Like was, you just you just showed up at my house uninvited. Well, well, Chelsea as said. Usual. Chelsea said, oh, "Go, go, keep Travis company. He's he's drinking, but he's drinking alone." Um, and <laughs> I had I'm, made one drink, <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, this is me every night. He doesn't come <laughs> over to visit me." Uh, but uh, she, I just have to follow you around all the time. <laughs> uh, but so so Sheena went over to my house, and then they had a drink or so. Yeah, they actually listened to our podcast. I think that's right. The, well, uh, the one that they were on, of course. Yeah, you know that's, they didn't... that's how it works. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but uh, then then they come back over, and Chelsea's like. Oh my god, guys, are we going to have an Oscar party tomorrow night? We're like, this is the first anybody's mentions anything <laughs> yeah. like this. I mean, we sat down in your garage and talked about the Oscars for over an hour. <laughs> but actually watching it as a group, we had had no discussion about whatsoever. None whatsoever. And I don't have cable, so that means I can't watch it yeah. naturally. 
Yeah. Naturally? Legally? I don't know. Legally. Um, I don't have cable either, but I have an over-air antenna. Ooh. So, you know, real fancy stuff. No, we tried the over-air antenna at my, at my place, and it, <laughs> it did not work. <laughs> That's because the outlet, like, to plug it in that was available and plug it into your TV was uh-huh. too far from where we could put the antenna that's, up and actually get any signal. That That's right. It's just a fail failure of the production of the, everything the about my life is just too long <laughs> and far away from an outlet uh yeah so so i guess we're gonna watch the oscars later maybe we'll force you to watch them you can live <laughs> you can live tweet it or something i don't know oh, oh yeah maybe I, maybe i will okay cool will. let's do that uh, if, if you you know the oscars gonna be over and oh. well and done by this episode, <laughs> episode comes out so guys check out uh my my tweet history <laughs> Over at Apathy for, for all the live <laughs> views from two days ago. Um, but yeah, no, we uh, we did a, a Netflix rewatch this week. Uh, we we scrambled because we couldn't. We forgot to uh, mention it on last week's episode. Yeah, uh, but we with, forgot to. Forgot to. We're sticking with that. Yeah, that's that's exactly how it went down. It, uh, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't Thursday night when we said, "Ooh, yeah, what are we talking about?" It wasn't that. that we was, forgot. No, we're far too professional and organized Absolutely for that right. to be the case. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we uh, we looked through the old Netflix queue there and uh, picked out just a classic, a beaut, and mm-hmm. and and a movie that is uh, fairly uh, topical, I think, for this month, uh, being March. We this is our first episode March. of March. March, uh, lousy smart weather uh, with Batman. Uh, yeah, Batman vs Superman That's right. coming out at the end of the month. We Dawn decided to watch the original. I'm I'm gonna call it the original. It's not the very first Batman movie ever come out. No, it's not. But it's not. Uh, Batman, the T- Tim Burton, Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So should we should we jump right into it? Let's let's, let's just let's like a bat out of the night. Let's I'll, attack this. I'll put my hands over my head <laughs> with my sweeping cape and then flap it down. <laughs> you know that's uh so so chelsea the other night she made a joke to dexter uh about she, like she did like the jim carrey uh from batman forever okay like at the very end when he's like swooping with the, oh. the straight jacket <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh and i was like is that is that riddler she's like yeah they got it like i don't Okay, cool. You nailed it. Nailed good, it. Good job. Love you, honey. Uh, but yeah, so this is uh, 1989, as you said. Uh, this was, I, I mean, for all intents and purposes, the first like major Batman movie uh, uh, of, ar- of the common era. Ar- arguably, the first major comic book superhero movie. Well, well you had, Superman. You had like Chris Reeves Superman movies. You had like... Yeah, well, that, that was like back in like seventy something. Yeah, the, the yeah. original, and so so by eighty nine, we hadn't seen anything, right? Yeah. Um, the so Tim Burton, I think he's he's best known for his more campy films, things like uh, Edward Scissorhands or Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the more campy films. The more campy films. <laughs> um, so this was um, a, I mean you. It definitely has a Tim Burton feel to it, I think, when you watch the movie. Um, but it is also a little bit more... Uh, it's like his his middle-of-the-road, sort of. Like, it's more straight, I think, yeah. um, than, like, a real zany sort of Tim Burton type thing. Um, all right. Let's... 
So for those of you who have not seen Batman, which is not me, which is not, I've actually not seen Travis. this Netflix rewatch movie. It's it's also not Brandon, uh, but maybe some of you haven't seen the Tim Burton's, you know, you know, Peace de Resistance or whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever. Tour de Force. <laughs> yeah, Tour de France. Um, it's France. Oh, France. Uh-huh. Uh, just like we're in a car hold, not a garage. Fancy a French word. Garage. Um, <laughs> So, it's a recording studio. Uh, of, of course, here's the story of Batman. Michael Keaton, right? Uh, it's very straightforward. He he plays Bruce Wayne. He plays Bruce Wayne. Who is a very rich person. Jack Nicholson plays Jack Napier, and then he turns into the Joker. Uh, Vicky Vale's in there. Yep, that's... Uh, There's a love story, and then the movie ends. Batman. Yeah, so if you've heard of Batman... Batman is victorious. You understand the premise of this movie. Uh, Batman is victorious. Yeah, <laughs> Batman wins. Um, <laughs> yeah, so some of the things that they do in this movie that are a little bit different, um, they they give almost more of a backstory of the Joker, the Joker. in this film. I, I would almost say that the Joker is more of the main character in this Batman movie than even Batman is. Uh, you spend a lot more time uh, sort of dealing with how the Joker went from being this Jack Napier or whatever yeah. uh, crime, like mob type boss guy. And then uh, how he becomes the Joker and then sort of the, his driving motivations, which it's mostly just cause he's crazy. Uh, but why he's, he's, wreaking havoc upon the, yeah. the upon gotham i mean i mean he starts as uh unhinged right before he turns into joker he's an unhinged guy yeah uh but he's not crazy out and out crazy yeah. right he he wants power to a certain extent there right yeah uh, but he's not like wearing flamboyant he's, purple he's suits. not cuckoo bananas yeah exactly <laughs> uh we we do have um was it Kim Basinger? Yes. Uh, as Vicky Vale. Basinger. Basinger. Whatever. Basinger. 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 She plays Vicky Vale, who is a uh, photojournalist. She she she's so, she uh, shoots for Vogue. This is a side side note, but she's so pretty. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I, don't I don't even I'll say. Give you that. I don't. Even, I don't say pretty. <laughs> but but back in the day. She was so pretty. Yeah. Uh, and then if you've ever seen L.A. Confidential, she's uh, so, so good. Yeah. Well, maybe no, she's not so good, but she's, she's very pretty. And <laughs> I, like, I won't say she's hot, right? Because I respect her. Yeah. As a person. <laughs> As a person. Yeah. Uh, but I can't, every time she's on the screen, like, uh, especially when um, she's on, in a scene with Eddie Knox, the guy who plays Eddie Knox. Okay. I'm like, all right, well, yeah. Let me just stare at her. Now. Yeah, we don't we don't need to worry about this guy. I don't know what she's saying, uh, but <laughs> so yeah, so she plays a photographer that is interested so in the Batman. She's so such she's a, a very, very pretty photographer, absolutely. And uh, and so she's trying to get, get photos of Batman. Okay, I'll, I'll, and I'll, somehow ends up also falling in love with Bruce Wayne. Hmm interesting <laughs> interesting yeah, um yeah go yeah. ahead keep, and then and then, you, and then you got a bunch of other uh characters that you you would expect to find in a batman film you have yeah billy uh, d williams yeah who plays harvey dent yeah lando calrissian yeah uh and then uh commissioner gordon is 
a pretty straight just commissioner of yeah. a police department. Yeah. He doesn't he doesn't really in this version of Batman, Batman's pretty new on the scene. He's not an established uh, character in in Gotham, so it's, it's still that like time Stri- period where it's like striking from the shadows. People people are talking about this Bat character, but is it is it real? Is there really like a Batman that's running around? Yeah, um, that's that's where we start. I the hear film. he sucks their blood. Yeah, he had no blood in him. <laughs> it's because it was all over the pavement. I'm not gonna kill you. I just want you to do me a favor. Tell all your friends. Pick up my dry cleaning. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so wh- overall, I mean, what is your thought on this movie? When was, when was the last time you saw this movie? Um, I'd say Dexter was watching it a couple months ago. Oh, so it's, it's fairly recently. Yeah, right? but but he, you know, it's there's a lot of setup and there's not, I wouldn't, he didn't watch that much of it. He, he, it didn't, <laughs> in, it engage him that much yeah uh throughout um yeah. so but f- last time i've actually sat down and watched it was probably uh within two years i'd say yeah i haven't legitimately watched this movie from start to finish in probably over a decade yeah easily maybe maybe longer um could have been 15 years it was so. <laughs> yeah it, uh for for many years i had it on the top of my my favorite movies list mm-hmm. um uh, it's very, it's very, it's very good. It, it, what I like about the movie, um, you, you mentioned earlier about like the Joker being kind of the main character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what I like about it is they keep Batman in the background, right? Sure. Like, yeah. uh, it's, it's almost, you know, part of the effectiveness of like Jaws is that you don't see the shark that, that much, right? In, in the beginning. Okay. And they, they kind of, they kind of wean you into it. Um, and so Batman, you know, you see him at the very beginning when he's like, who are you? I'm Batman. Right. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then the guy cries. I don't know. <laughs> it's very <laughs> melodramatic, but, um, but then like throughout the, the rest of the movie, they, they just show him in spurts. Right. Sure. So you don't like, uh, I would say like in the chemical factory before Jack Nicholson turns into the Joker, like there's a lot of scenes where like you just see him like in the background, like just walking straight of course that's limitation of the the cowl right he can't turn his head (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh but you know like like somebody will be walking up the stairs you'll see batman in the background like just walking across the rafters yeah or like or like jumping up or the shadows right so you don't you don't see they'll do like a quick like flash pan like around and all of a sudden he's there and then he's not or something yeah stuff like that yeah yeah um which, which is really which is really cool it gives that sense that like he's just really stealthy right sure yeah um which is something that, I, which we'll get into the other ones later. Um, I don't think they necessarily do effectively. Yeah, I one issue I I had was not so much with the Batman version of the character, but the Bruce Wayne side of him. Yeah, uh, he felt really flat and one dimensional to me. Which I Bum- mean, bumbly is the word I'd use uh, to an extent at times. Uh, there's there's a sequence that takes place where he's at Vicky Vale's apartment, and the Joker comes in, and you want to get nuts? <laughs> Let's get nuts. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, but he he acts more like Batman in that than like it. It the way that Michael Keaton plays Bruce Wayne, uh, it's not so much that he's like trying to put on 
a an alter ego from Batman who who is severely different. Yeah. It's just like this is how Batman is when he's not wearing the costume. Whereas like in in some of the other movies like uh uh what's his uh Dark Knight. Yeah, where Christian Bale yes. is is like more of plays up that like playboy philanthropist sort of like slacker almost but yeah you know not really like in tune with the real world when really he's super focused about what's going on but he uses that as a distraction um there's there's a there's a scene where uh bruce wayne is in the bat cave and it's towards the end when he's like analyzing stuff about the joker and i think yeah. he's looking back on some of like his own past and stuff but he's wearing uh like these tight blue jeans a black turtleneck shirt and glasses <laughs> yeah. and literally looks just like Steve Jobs. Uh, like he's wearing the Steve Jobs costume. Yeah. And and so then I think, is that him trying to look like Steve Jobs or did Steve Jobs see this movie and was like, nope, that's how I'm going to look did, for the rest of my life. Uh, th- this is a side note. Uh, did Steve Jobs look like that back back in the day? I don't know. I did not do the research on oh, that, so that's something that's that we a, should that's that's something good, we should check out. Uh, guys, go ahead and check that out for <laughs> us and, and get back with Tweet you. Tweet us at Apthusiast. <laughs> Let uh, us know about Steve Jobs' wardrobe back in the late eighties. Uh, um, yeah. There, so I want to want to bring up real quickly about that uh, Bruce Wayne versus Bruce Wayne. Um, I've always said especially after uh, Batman Begins and Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises, um, that my favorite Batman is Michael Keaton. Okay. But my favorite Bruce Wayne is Christian Bale. All right. For exactly that reason. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Be- like, there's a, there's a scene in Dark Knight where he Christian Bale, like, is trying to stop uh, the dude from dude from getting killed right mm-hmm. and so like he drives his lamborghini as fast as he can oh, to, yeah, to crash yeah. in mm-hmm. and then and then he gets out of the car he's like whoa i uh, i don't know what happened <laughs> yeah he like act like he was like drunk or out of it yeah. kind of like whatever when he was very deliberately like yeah. playing that out yeah, yeah. um do you want to do you want to get into any specific nuggets about this batman movie or do you how would you feel about maybe comparing some of because these are all characters that have been now repeated you know, several times or about to be several times in movies. Um, yeah, I, I, I so want to run some comparisons or I, or I think we should do that. Okay. Let's, let's go. But first, what do you, what is your rating on this? Um, this is, this movie I think still holds up really well. Um, Batman is kind of timeless in, in some ways. I mean, I don't know, Batman 66 or whatever, like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is it uh what's his name uh, uh yeah 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 yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah keep, keep going i'll remember his name uh second. anyway yeah it the the movie looks good it's got a dark style to it um there are times when the joker adam west there you adam go. west thank you <sighs> you kept, you kept talking yeah my brain started working <laughs> thank okay. you um but yeah it's got that balance of like kind of craziness with the joker and things like that but also that serious dark side mm-hmm. um I I don't think it's like the best Batman movie out there, but I would give it like probably like an eight out of ten. Oh my god, really? <laughs> that's that's good. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I I give it I give it an eight and a half. Okay, uh, and then a nine for nostalgia. Sure. Okay. Because uh, it, it I had I had like Terminator two and Batman. Those are two movies that like I my my 
my brother and my uncle, we all really, really loved as kids. Like my, my uncle Daniel had uh, the toy Batmobile. Is This about, is one of my favorite Batmobiles, by the way. Yes, absolutely. If not my absolute favorite. Absolutely. Uh, but it's about like a forearm length, right? Right. And then, yeah. When you were a kid or now? Uh, now. Okay. Now. <laughs> look at Look at that. I'm I'm showing Travis my forearm. There and, it is, and I'm I'm making it dance, <laughs> making it dance. Uh, so it was about it was about that long, um, and it it came with this you know it shot missiles and stuff, mm-hmm. but it also had this um, this plastic cover that was so you shields. Could shields on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So when we're playing as kids, we'd be like shields, <laughs> and then they get the plastic <laughs> cover and go. <laughs> um, and then he also had uh, the bat wing, which is also. Also, one of my favorite. Yeah, designs. I gotta say, the look of the Batwing in uh, in this original Batman movie is great. The actual Batwing itself in the movie performed much worse than expectations. <laughs> uh, he he flies it right in to to Gotham, straight right down Main Street or wherever they have the parade, uh, firing rockets and and guns. Can't hit the Joker. Takes out most of his henchmen. And then the Joker pulls out an obscenely long <laughs> handgun, one one barrel handgun, aims it at the Batwing and fires, knocks it out of the sky. <laughs> it crashes to the ground uh, in a ball of flames. That that gun <clears throat> in some in some feats of miniature practical effects. By the way, for for many years I would joke about like, oh, you're messing with me. All right. I know that I'm mine to taking the gun out of my pants. Ah, <laughs> uh, have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? What was that? Uh, so yeah, so so how you how you want to run this? You want to uh, you want to talk about talk about the bats? Yeah, yeah. Let's, the men of the men of bats. Let's let's compare Batman. Okay, that's that's a all right. So so we a, have that's a long list. We have we have the original Batman, Adam West. <laughs> Adam West. Uh, of course, we have Michael Keaton, mm-hmm. uh, Christian Bale, Val Kilmer, George Clooney, and soon to be. We won't talk about uh, Ben Affleck. Ben we, Affleck we won't. Yeah. We won't speculate on. But is that everybody? Is that, I think that's everybody. Uh, you can also Bruce Tim. Okay. No. Let's, I, I forget who does the animated series. Let's talk Batman the film. Okay forward so uh by the way one of the best best batman films is batman mask of the phantasm it's batman the animated series but really yeah. go check it out there's there's a lot of good animated stuff out there yeah. yeah um so michael keaton strong batman yes good 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 opening presentation uh costume i think is cool uh the i have an issue with the cape a little bit where he it looks like he's got pvc piping to hold up the cape so he can make the big sweeping like <laughs> you know flapping thing yeah exactly um but does a good job i feel like his uh his rule about not killing people he's a little, very he's very loose on that he's, <laughs> he's it's more of just a guideline uh in this film um yeah that, that would be that would be a, an issue i have it didn't bother me as a kid right because I, I didn't know that much about batman his mythology yeah right mm-hmm. but uh n- knowing what i know now like yeah he's very he's very loose with the whole non-killing thing yeah yeah <laughs> he's exactly. like he's like i'm gonna kill you because you killed my parents <laughs> yeah so, pretty much type thing. yeah <laughs> uh and then and then so we get 
Keaton for two movies, right? Yeah. yeah. And then and then we move into Bat- Kil- Kilmer. Bat- right? Batman Returns. Okay. With uh, Catwoman, Penguin, Ma- and Max Shrek, Chris Chris Walken. Yeah. Uh, now I want to go watch that one. I don't think it's on Netflix though. Uh, I don't think it is anymore. Uh, all right. It was wrong. There are ways. Um, and then and then the next one up is Val Kilmer, right? For Batman Forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know so. Joel Schumacher took over from Tim Burton for Batman Forever, and that one has, of course, has the Riddler, a white Two Face, Harvey Dent, yeah, with Tommy Lee Jones, and, and I'll be honest, I that one's a guilty pleasure of mine because yeah. it's not great, but there's something about it. I'm like they, it was intentionally, it was intentionally camp, the right amount of intentionally campy. Yeah, yeah, they they definitely start to push more into that like goofy side of it. Yeah, but I. I honestly think this was probably studio influence. Yeah. Where they're like, all right, kids are wanting to see these. We need to make them fun to wear. And then, like, we need to be able to make lots of toys. So get characters <laughs> that we can make cool toys out of. Let's, you know what? Let's get rid of all the, the gothic uh, blacks, uh, grays. Let's change Gotham to neon gangs. Yeah. Because that's, w- that's where it's going exactly. next. Exactly. Um, and then... F- I think Val Kilmer for a while was my favorite Batman. Uh-huh. And I think that may have just been an awkward part of like growing up, growing up. We were like, Oh, you know what? Phantom Menace is a good movie. Yeah. So yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like I got really into those movies uh-huh. uh, because they, they just hit at the right time in my childhood. Yeah. Like Jim Carrey is still big. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I absolutely loved Jim Carrey at the time. So it's uh, Val Kilmer for a long time was like my favorite Batman mm-hmm. um, until Christian Bale came on the scene. Yeah. But I, I, I looking back now as, as, as I've grown and become, you know, wiser in my, in my age, I, I think maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not so much. Um, I'll have to, I'll have to go back and, and watch that because I, I don't think he's, I don't think he's terrible. Yeah. Um, but he, he, I feel like he's super emo Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, they talk about the whole duality of, of him and Batman throughout the whole movie. Um, and he's just, he's just, he's just very emo <laughs> kid. Um, and then, so then Batman and Robin comes out, Joel Schumacher's second Batman. Uh, and this one, um, they just like, you know what? Batman forever. They actually still had like, even though there's neon gangs and stuff like that, there was still like a, like kind of a darkness to it right it was still yeah sure mm-hmm. he was still kind of it wasn't totally cheesy they had the holy rusted metal batman line <laughs> that we talked about there uh but that was like that was like just a joke like hey like, that that was that was a throwback to the adam west days yeah when robin would seriously make a make a like a line like that yeah. in almost every episode uh but they would like that was like the ex- the kind of extent of it right They're right like, yeah okay well let's we're done with that. just like a nod batman batman and robin they're like, you know what? Let's just let's just have it just be totally campy. <laughs> let's let's have it be a direct callback to yeah, yeah. the Adam West Batman. Can we put really awkward like signage on things and yeah. you know, can we put him in just like a gray bat spandex sk- suit? Bat skates. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Like why why does he just have that randomly? Um and then of course the lines, right? Like uh Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, he's Mr. Like, Freeze, like All right, guys, chill. <laughs> Who says that? Come on, Arnie. Uh, yeah, it's that has got to be like the worst Batman movie. Yeah. I think 
that there is. I mean, I don't know that. I don't know. Is is there an, a worse one? Uh, maybe the the original Batman movie with Adam West. Oh, okay. But you know, like, when we talk about Adam West's Batman, we have to know that those they they were done that way specifically. Yeah, yeah. As kind of like a yeah. comic booky joke. Yeah, thing. definitely. Uh, uh, and then we have and we have Clooney and Clooney, yes, as as Batman, who I think it was just like find a big name and throw him in here. I mean, he's he's tall, he's dark, yeah. he's handsome, blah he, blah blah. He's, he's coming off of ER. Yeah, like let let's let's get him his first big movie role. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, he's, it, he's 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 springboarded from there. Yes, <laughs> into, he, uh, yes some, he has some better things. He's but. he's been very vocal about his <laughs> not uh, liking that role. Uh, and and is that it? Is that the the whole arc of of pre uh, Dark Knight? Yes, films. So then then Christopher Nolan rolls on the scene and he says, "You know what? Let's get a dark, uh, realistic reboot. Well, fairly realistic. Yeah, and Batman and I, Begins isn't as realistic as Dark Knight and Dark Knight Returns. I'd say. Yeah, it's it's interesting because I think I I used to think of Batman Begins as sort of this uh, you know first real like departure from the uh fun like cartoonish batman yeah but really when we watching uh the original batman from 89 uh tim burton is really true to a lot of the comics and uh the style of the comics uh recently read um dark knight returns Mm -hmm. and uh that whole comic series you know the third dark knight is is yeah. coming out in comic book stores right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but went back and read the first one and there's so many uh, pages in there where it's like uh, cutting to news like feeds mm-hmm. and like action news and, and, yeah. and using that as, as dialogue and commentary that, on what's happening. That's definitely something I noticed. And Burton sticks that directly into the movie. And uh, I thought that was awesome. Um, so he, he stays really true to the comics, but it still feels a little bit like, it doesn't exist in the real world. Yeah. It exists in like this comic book version. Um, the Christopher Nolan movies, I feel like Gotham's a real city. Yeah. That is somewhere else in, in the world I live in. And while it's a little over the top and things, you know, mm-hmm. are, are maybe a little off, it still feels like a real film like a, a, that that could happen somewhere. Yeah. Um, so Batman Begins, we get, uh, uh, what's his name? Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Uh, and, and this is, this is definitely like an origin story for Batman. Uh, a a retelling of the origin story. Whereas, whereas Batman 89, we, we find out his parents die like halfway through the movie. Yeah. And and that's like, that's pretty much all they tell you is that the big thing is that in that version, the Joker kills his parents. Yeah. Um, it's an, you know, the 89 one, it's an origin story. Uh, but so so Deadpool, a lot of people give Deadpool credit, <laughs> right, for like doing something different with the origin story. Uh, but I would I would argue that like the '89 Batman did it did origin story right. Like, there's Batman. We know they knew who Batman was already when yeah. this movie came out, sure. right? They they generally know that his parents died. Now they show it in the movie, and it's like. They allude to it in like the opening scene, the very opening scene, um, where uh, the the criminals attack the parents. Right? They don't yeah, kill yeah. anybody, and then Batman comes and blah blah. Which I immediately, after not watching this movie for a really long time, mm-hmm. thought that was 
little Bruce and his parents because it just, I'm so, so used to that idea of, oh, leaving the theater one night, young boy with his parents, can't catch a cab, going through a seedy part of town. Okay. They're going to get killed because this is Batman's origin story. (laughs) Like, and and like, so it was, it was a really good idea to have them open the movie like that. Like they're like, Hey, this is, this is kind of how Batman was made. And now what Batman's fighting. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then so then in the middle of the movie when they show his flashback and it's a five minute flashback, yeah. like that's all you need to know. Yeah. Like we don't we don't need we don't need a whole story arc Which, getting to that point. When you then you get into Great Chris, power, great responsibility. Then when you get into Batman Begins and you get pretty much a whole movie. Yeah. Which is the story arc of him, his parents die, he lives this, you know still a life of privilege, but he has issues, he ends up uh, going off to like what Mongolia or somewhere, yeah. uh, hooking up with Raza Ghul, uh, which we don't know that's him at the time. Yeah, but um, uh, which is in in those so the Batman Begins, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Returns. Those are those are based off of the actual graphic novel stories, right? So so yeah, Batman Begins is yeah. is year one, Batman Year One. Uh, uh, I th- the the second one is. Like a, a Joker story, obviously. But, yeah. Um, but anyways, so those are those are like adapted from graphic novels. Sure. Um, and and I mean it's it's a good retelling of it, and it's a good like vehicle to introduce us to the new version of these characters because because the fact that you get like these this trilogy of movies, and when you get into the second movie, you're not going to deal with any of that. That's all out of the way. That's established, and you're just going to get right into like Batman action. So. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't fault it for that per se. And I still love that movie. Um, but I don't think it stands up nearly as well as the dark Knight, um, which I think is probably the best of the trilogy for the Christopher Nolan trilogies. Yeah. Uh, plot plot holes abound, you know, you know, so be it. Uh, Heath (laughs) Ledger gives a terrific performance as the Joker and, um, I think I think that brings up a, a conversation that we need to have. Yes, which is who is the best Joker? Who is who is the best? Who Joker? is the best? Mark Hamill. <laughs> you, uh, uh, you didn't yeah. watch Batman the animated series? Uh, not regularly. But, but Mark no. Hamill. I have heard his performances. Yes, I've uh, I have watched Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, yeah, Arkham Knight. Many believe he is the best Joker. Um, <laughs> He's also a really old Luke Skywalker, uh, <laughs> but Ray, yeah, let's, these are your first steps, uh, <laughs> Bruce, Bruce. These are your, your first, first steps. All right, all right, Travis. So, so point counterpoint. Uh, who who is your pick for the best Joker? Well, I best movie Joker. I know your pick. All right. Yeah. So I am, I told I, you already. Yeah. So I am going to. Argue, but they don't know my pick. I am going to argue in defense of Heath Ledger okay. as being the best cinematic Joker. All right. Point counterpoint. <laughs> uh, so so, uh, Jack Nicholson did it first. You believe he did it best. So there's this there's this movie. Sorry, I have to do this. So there's this movie called Kentucky Fried Movie, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and they there's for a long time there's this little section there did like a a point counterpoint thing, mm-hmm. but it was called count pointer count. <laughs> and, and I've seen this movie a bunch of times and I, I just recently caught that they did that <laughs> count pointer count. Okay. All right. Sorry. Thank you. That's all. Uh, so, so give me your opening argument as to why Jack Nicholson is the best. 
what I what I love about Jack Nicholson's Joker is he is he's crazy. He has a demented sense of humor, uh, and he's just he's. I mean, he's really Jack Nicholson. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. He's just like he that laughter that he has, like the really really maniacal laughter even when he's like doing stuff that's not necessarily funny um we talked last night where he's like uh uh wait till they get a load of me and it's a close-up on his face and he's like he's like doing shifty eyes and he goes boop (laughs) boop (laughs) the camera lingers on him for a long time for him to do these boop boops yeah (laughs) and like that 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 is the key to like joker right he's like he is a psychopath. He's going to kill a lot of people, uh, but he's still a little funny. Yeah, he's silly. <laughs> he's silly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I like that aspect of the Joker. Uh, I think the the Heath Ledger Joker uh, plays up more of the uh, psychotic portion more than the zany comedy part. Like the the joke, the laugh to the Jack Nicholson Joker is in fact like sometimes funny or like silly things. Yeah. Uh, the Joker in the Christopher Nolan movies, I think the joke to him is more like society. Like it's more like the joke is this fake life that a lot of people put up and I'm going to expose it and then, you know, have a, have a laugh at it. Um, so there's less of that like silliness and boop, boop kind of, comedy out of him he (laughs) makes jokes and he does things that are funny but he's much more of a dark like sort of menacing character yeah which i think fits really well into those films and uh and and he's still like silly and kind of like uh interesting to watch but he he's he's a little bit scarier i think yeah so uh i'll I'll give you the, the scarier aspect i would say in dark knight he doesn't you don't see him killing a lot of a lot of people, right? You see him kill like mobsters, right? Sure. Um, well, he blows up a hospital. He blows up a hospital, but they evacuate the hospital. Yeah. The hospital is all but evacuated. Pretty much, yeah. Um, so, it's in so an argument for Jack Nicholson's Joker. He he kills indiscriminately. That's true. like the the yeah. art the art gallery scene. He just gasses all those people and they all die. Yeah. Uh, the parade scene. The, the parade. Yeah. He just, he's just killing all the people. He doesn't care. He's like, eh, it's funny. Eh. That's, that's another, the, the, um, the joke, the smilex. Yeah. It's, it reminded me exactly of, uh, Whoa, the dark, Joker. the dark Knight returns when, uh-huh. uh, when the Joker goes on, um, the, the TV the, show, the, 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 the evening talk show. Yeah. And then they like, have that flying baby like <laughs> yeah. come in and from gas toy, everybody and it and it makes everybody smile yeah. like the gas and kills them it was like just straight out of that book like mm-hmm. it was exactly the same thing so love um, that joke <laughs> <laughs> it was it was great um yeah i think what what do you what do you think about uh where jack nicholson's joker is more of the fell into a vat of chemicals and is is that look where it's like the bleached skin the the smile is like ingrained his hair is like dyed green that's who that's how his physical like look actually is uh-huh. versus the heath ledger like wears the makeup because he's crazy yeah I, I think that so i like the heath ledger way just because it's it's a cool um realistic way to tell that yeah. Tell, yeah. give his origin without actually giving his origin, right? Uh-huh. Like it, it makes sense to be like, 
Yeah, they call me a joker because I've got the Glasgow smile, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I know how I got these scars. <laughs> so it fits within that that universe. Yeah, yeah. The Oscars, <laughs> which were just this last week. Yeah. Um, so from from a comic book perspective, I I like the falling into a vat of chemicals because yeah. it falls more in line. Falls more in line. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, with like the Killing Joke. Um, yeah. You know the Joker's supposed origins, right? Sure. Yeah, I and and I think and again we're we're reaching forward a, a little bit here, but I think the uh, Suicide Squad um, version of the Joker it appears like he's got more of like the bleach skin, so we don't we don't know anything about his origin. No, but if if I, if I had to venture a guess, I'd say he's closer to the Dark Knight Returns Joker. Okay, uh, just just based off like the the suit damaged. Honest. <laughs> oh my tattoo. god! Ooh, don't, ooh, don't I'm, bring, I'm bringing up old things. Don't Sorry. Uh, yeah, ha 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 ha. Tattoos everywhere. <laughs> I uh, there. There's a part with Jack Nicholson. There, there's so many. There's so many good things with him. Like I laugh out loud a lot of stuff he does. Right. Uh, but I love that the scene where all the mobsters are in the room, and we can compare scenes really with uh, mobsters are sitting at a table because Heath yeah, Ledger has. They, they has will one. have have a scene like that. Um. And the Jack Nicholson one, and really, you can boil it down to these two scenes, the difference between the, the characters. That's a good point, yeah. Uh, so you, you take the Jack Nicholson, he's like, you guys, uh, one guy's like, yeah, what if we don't want to want to sign up with you? And Jack Nicholson says, that's okay, we'll, we'll just we'll just shake on it and be on our way. Yeah. And the guy's really? Like, yeah. And then they shake, and then uh, it's the electrified buzzer. It's yeah. like, ooh. Oh, it's getting kind of hot in here. <laughs> the dude is literally like burning and turning into like It'll be a, a crust hot time of in the old town tonight. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely uh, kind of more and, silly, zany. And then he gets rid of everybody, and then so the the guy's burnt corpse is just sitting <laughs> at the table. He's like, "What? What's that, Rosado? We we should just ice him right now? You really are a mean son of a bitch." <laughs> I'm glad you're dead. <laughs> and then he starts laughing. <laughs> I'm glad you're dead. <laughs> so yeah, good. And yeah. then the comparison. Yeah, it's it's Heath Ledger. He he uh he tells a story, right? About about the scars. Mm-hmm. And then uh he he puts like a doesn't he like jab a pencil into the yeah. table and then magic trick. Yeah, magic trick. Make, make a this. pencil d- disappear. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he stabs it to the table and then knocks the guy's face into it, <laughs> jabbing his eye, like, right onto the pencil. And surprise, it's gone. <laughs> like, ta-da. Um, it's much darker. Not as silly. Yes. Um, and it's it's just, like, a little bit more twisted. Yeah. yeah. So, and I think, I think that is the, the comparison. Um, yeah. Uh, I have to say... I appreciate Jack Nicholson's take on the character. I love 90% of it. The scene where they're trashing the museum mm-hmm. uh, and we prince. get, and we get the first <laughs> print song. Um, I, that's almost a bridge too far for me. I'm just like, yeah. okay, like you're wearing the purple beret and okay. Like <laughs> we're drawing things like some of it's okay, but like, I think the print song just pushes it too far. Yeah. for me. Uh, aside from Prince, the Danny Elfman uh, music in Nailed this movie, it. outstanding. I mean, really, you can't go wrong with Danny Elfman ever, I don't think. Top top five favorite theme songs. Mo- movie, movie, 
Yeah, so two on the spot, but yeah, it's it's up there for this one. No, I'm saying like oh, it is. For you, it is in it's, my. It's, it's in your top. Five. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I think I think that is something, and you get Danny Elfman pretty much anytime you get a Tim Burton movie. So yeah, uh, it's to be expected. But. I I would Danny Elfman. This this the score is so good. Um, I would say this and Beetlejuice are, are really really good. Oh, yeah. Um, but that that Batman. Uh, like all all of all of that stuff like it just it just like pumps you up it's not a it's not a song you want to listen to while you're driving right you're just like you just want to like swerve through traffic like tokyo drift it rocket league style yeah uh yeah so i mean this is this is a tremendous film um it it started off i really a long line of blockbuster comic book movies and really sort of oh, Batman movies. Yeah. Um, but it, it opened the door for, I think like the, the, the Iron Man and, and X, some of the X-Men X, X-Men movies that came, came after it. Um, so uh huge shout out for, for this movie. We, we both love it apparently based on our ratings. <laughs> um, let's, let's yeah. look, let's take just a moment because I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to speculate too much. Batman vs Superman is coming out at the end of the month. We will do probably a full episode on that movie. Um, it's, it's going to be like two and a half hours long. So I think we'll, we'll need a full episode just to unpack. Yeah. all that. But based on what you've seen, uh, we have Ben Affleck as Batman mm-hmm. and Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Um, what, what do you think about him taking on the role? What do you think about the future of the DC cinematic universe with, with Batman and suicide squad and, and, and everything that's coming up? Um, what I've seen of him so far, just in the, the trailers. So sure. basically the movie, <laughs> uh, make that joke, make that joke. Zack Snyder says, nay, Zack Snyder. That says, is not the case. He says, nay, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll trust him because Based on know, the toy, toy aisle spoilers I've been see- seeing. I, th- I think I've, I know a little bit more. But. Yeah. He, I mean, I trust him. He did sucker punch. So how wrong can he be? <laughs> um, <laughs> I like, is that I a like, low blow? Is it, that- it is. It is. I liked Watchmen. I'll, yeah. And, and it's, uh, that is an obscure comic book movie uh, for the most part. I mean, m- unless you like are into comics, you probably don't know what Watchmen, like the Watchmen are. Yeah. Like, that, so that's, that's true. It's not a main, like I, you, I can ask a normal person on the street. Hey, who's Captain America? Who's you know, yeah. Spider-Man? They know these. Who's characters. Rorschach? Yeah. No, no, no. no. I, I love Rorschach by the way. <laughs> Cosplay idea. Cosplay. Um, what were we talking about right now? Oh, bat v soups. Bat v bat v soups. Uh, so Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne. That's right. We're getting away yeah. from Zack Snyder. Uh, from what I see, I, I I like him so far. He seems like he's a normal guy. And then uh, when he's in the Batman suit, he, the cape and cowl, if you will, mm-hmm. like he has a voice changer, so his voice changes. Yeah, which is something I absolutely abhorred with Christian Bale's yeah. Batman. I'm right here. I talking out of breath. <laughs> I can't breathe. Guys, give me my inhaler. Uh, uh, there's, there's, a, there's a part in Batman '89 that I always, I always quote. <laughs> I Joker, and like, uh, uh, it's like, Bob, you are my number one. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> 
so if I do that to you, you get that reference. No, yeah, no, I, I'm tracking. Uh, yeah, so I I like uh, the potential of of Ben Affleck as Batman. I think even though Ben Affleck is not necessarily an old guy, he's not he's not like Dark Knight old Batman. Like he's I think they're I think they're starting to play him as an older character maybe yeah and and maybe someone that's been doing the batman thing for a while yeah so uh well they're modeling him after kind of well obviously dark knight returns yeah so uh i'm i'm interested to see how that that plays out if we get a bruce wayne that's maybe a little bit more calmed down um and not as as like crazy as as a christian bale version but or, or just jaded as heck yeah and he's like yeah. all right i'm done with all this stuff. yeah and and i think i think we're gonna get some of that um they, they, i'm excited they kill jason todd i'm done with this yeah so i i think i think this is gonna be i i like the batman aspect of this movie i'm excited for it um i've always liked batman more than superman anyway so yeah i i like that they're i hope they don't go all like origin story again on us like i think throughout pop culture we know who batman is I, we get it yeah like, don't don't waste your time yeah but um yeah we'll see we'll see yeah do you, do you think he has the chance of being the best batman uh i don't know okay i don't know after well, after geely only time will tell you know after he was daredevil he was he was daredevil before daredevil <laughs> <laughs> the netflix exclusive yeah um what well, I've, I've I've heard, and uh, Bob Carroll can confirm this, that the director's cut of Daredevil is actually a far better movie. Okay, all right. Well, thank you, Bob Carroll. So, so thank you, Batman. Uh, <laughs> uh, but really, I mean, Daredevil and Batman—they're both written uh, the, for a time by Frank Miller. So, yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, okay, anything anything else do we want to cover before we get out of here? I I think that might be it. Okay. Uh, uh, I will. I will say that of, we don't have to get into this much, but I will say that before we see Batman versus Superman, there are two other Titans that are going <laughs> after each other: FBI and Apple. What do you, uh, what do you think of that? You Apple know, fanboy. I, I am a. I have a severe case of Apple fan fanboyism. Um, if if you're not aware of this situation, if you have been living under a proverbial rock, uh, there's a situation right now where I think it's the San Bernardino shooting. Yeah. Uh, the FBI has one of those perpetrators' iPhones. Yeah. And they are asking Apple to uh, create a a in a backdoor basically into the encryption of this phone so that they can unlock it and get potential evidence that will be beneficial in finding accomplices or other people involved in this terrible atrocity that took place. Um, so they have said, Apple, please unlock this phone. Apple is saying, uh, we can't do that. It is a breach of privacy. And if we create this, uh, break in the encryption for you, that opens up a whole other precedent for other law enforcement agencies and government agencies to, be able to get into people's personal devices yep. and moving one step outside of that. If that exists, that backdoor exists for government agencies that also opens up potential uh, for hackers and foreign governments and all kinds of other people to break the encryption and get into people's personal devices. When, when it, when it comes down to it, if, if the U S government comes down and says to any company, Hey, you have to create something new in order to 
in the in the sake of of uh, security goes down and tells a company that they have to make something a, a new feature or function um, on on that company's dime their manpower all this stuff then other foreign uh, entities China Russia Europe uh, Britain you know yeah uh, they can all do the same Chi- thing those countries like China uh, Russia and Europe yeah, yeah. All, Europe. Those, all of those countries all of those countries <laughs> Djibouti <laughs> uh, Uzbekistan all of them all of them can do it you yeah. know so so Apple and I'm on Apple's side yeah this. yeah Tim Cook CEO he's uh, he's taking a strong stance in in this fight I'm on Apple's yeah. side yeah uh, because it, it sets it sets up that precedent right I mean they're they're, t- they're basically t- Apple is saying look we have to we have to uh, they just came out yesterday I think and they're like we have to do a whole new iOS yeah in order in order to do that right yeah um, so that takes manpower that takes money and it's I don't think the US has a right to go in and say hey you guys have to you know what you have to build a new uh wacky racers yeah <laughs> game right like you have to build this wacky racers game because of terrorism right yeah yeah like it's honestly like i think apple would do everything they could to support the government if they had a that had a way to like get this information easily or whatever but this and still preserve the privacy of their users but realistically in doing what the FBI is asking them to do it it really sacrifices everyone and there are a lot of people using iOS products mm-hmm. um it, sa- it it puts into risk like their privacy and the security that they have made a point of highlighting in these devices and saying okay the Apple OS is very secure we, we go to great lengths to make sure that your fingerprint, your credit card information, you know, personal data that you store mm-hmm. on your device mm-hmm. is secure so that people iCloud, your nudes that you put in iCloud, that's a different story. <laughs> um, but the stuff on your device, they, they really focused on trying to make that secure. So uh, it's it's one of those things that it really it jeopardizes their their claims for for a manufacturer to say hey we're making this very secure device for you except the FBI wants it to not be so secure right so sorry that like that like that screws with their whole business plan so so two things one is the FBI already messed up and they reset the iCloud password yeah um, which would have auto synced all the data to their the iCloud and then they could have gotten everything off of that phone from there. Yeah. So the FBI screwed up there a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but the second thing is if, even if you're not an Apple guy and, yeah. and this is probably more so why I'm on Apple side here, even if you're not, if you're not Apple user, you don't have an iPhone, you have Android devices, right? Sure. If, if Apple does this uh, workaround and gets around this encryption, what that does is say, Hey, the U.S. government then can go to Android. Yeah, they go to Google. They go to the different phone manufacturers. Exactly they right. Go to Microsoft, and they're like, "Hey, all these other devices, BlackBerry. I think there's still three people using BlackBerry. Like, you know, like <laughs> yeah. we, like we need this for, out of you as well. Yeah, yeah. And and that, I think that's the reason it why op- it opens a floodgate. Microsoft, Google, and a lot of these other companies have 
have sided with Apple in this debate and said, hey, uh, no, this is bad for individuals. This is bad for the business. This is bad for security. And it, it sucks that this is the case, but it it's not a good idea. So no. um, if you guys are following the story and you have your own opinions, we would love to hear back from you. Um, and then if you want to talk about Batman, you know, cause the dark, you know, let, let's, tie, let's, tie, let's tie this Apple stuff into Batman again. It's like in dark night when Batman is using the cell phones to locate everybody. Oh, it's so good. You, Luke, Luke. you, you transitioned so well back into Batman right now. I just have to, <laughs> this, this is so good. Luke, yeah. Lucius Fox has a problem with, with using the cell phones to locate the Joker. Yeah. And Batman is like, just this one time. Just this one so time. So in this case, Batman's kind of the FBI. Yep. And Lucius is like Apple. And he's like, <laughs> listen, uh, it's not good. It's not good. Yeah. And this... and they end up destroying it. Uh, they are... It's something, right? They, yeah, yeah. They, he... they, they kill it. So yeah, Lucius, Lucius it. quits. And then... Yeah. Yeah, it's... It's it really is a good picture of the situation where you have, in this case, a rogue vigilante, but in in reality, um, a a federal uh, organization <laughs> that is trying to utilize our devices for for their their crime fighting. And um, while we 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 have to we we do that whole like balancing act with our privacy, right? Like yeah. where sometimes we sacrifice privacy for convenience. Uh, there are times when I'm willing to put my credit card information into my iPhone <laughs> yeah. so that when I buy my comic books, I just have to scan my little phone on the, on the thing. Um, it, yeah, in many ways, Batman is kind of, you know, in Dark Knight Returns, he's kind of the anti-government, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, in in some of his, his depictions in the comics and in the movie, right? Uh, in in the comics, he builds he builds a giant system to be able to defeat any of the justice league members. Right. Yeah. He's, he's so, he's so paranoid that any one of them can, can get out of control in the name of safety. He creates this stuff to watch over everybody, yeah. which is, it's sort and of, so it sort of parallels how privacy, uh, privacy versus security. Tony, Tony Stark's character in like age of Ultron. He, he, he starts, we're to talking get, DC. I know Travis. I'm crossing over Tra- Travis. <laughs> oh, God. Batman versus <laughs> Iron Man. Let's go. Um, Batman but yeah, no, it's good. It's a good point. So, all right. That's it. That's we're, it. We're, we're talk let's about. let's let's get into the the the, the closeout remarks here. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed the episode. Hopefully, you got a chance to watch Batman. If you did not, uh, highly recommend you go check it out over on Netflix. And then let us know what you think. Do do you enjoy the movie? Do you think it still holds up? Uh, there's lots of ways you can do that. You can of course send us an electronic mail <laughs> at uh, apatheticenthusiasmshow at gmail dot com. If you go ahead, if you're not following uh, our Facebook page. Jump in there. Jump Go in check there. it out. Facebook.com slash Apathetic Enthusiasm Show. We, we, we post uh, links for the show. We It's a great place to comment on episodes, things like that. Uh, if, the, you're, if you're short on time uh, and you only have 141 characters. 41? Did you get a bonus character on yeah. your Twitter account? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy. I, because clearly, I clearly up, I'm the Twitter guy. I signed in up this a relationship. friend. <laughs> oh, you, so you get an extra. You got character. a recommendation from a friend. So yeah, you every friend bonus. you sign up, you get an extra character. <laughs> that would be awful. Uh, all right, yeah, but over on Twitter, we're at Apathusiast. I think Brandon's going to be live tweeting the Oscars, and then we'll, well, we'll we we throw tweets out there all the time, articles we find interesting, stuff like that. There was a bird that. There it is. There's yeah. our there's our Twitter. That's that's our t- tweet mascot right there. <laughs> um, if you want to see pictures of us, and who doesn't want to see pictures of us, 
Uh, you can go over to Instagram where apathetic underscore enthusiasm. Head over there and like a picture of Travis wearing a pink wig. This is what he looked like in high school. Yeah, and 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 in that photo is uh, is Leah Rose, who is going to be a guest on our next episode. That's absolutely right. Uh, Shout out to uh, Leah. Uh, Leah. Ass- assuming we can actually make all the connections work on, on <laughs> Skype. Um, and then yeah, and then if if you're liking the show, if you enjoy it. Please head over to iTunes. Please. Even if you don't listen on iTunes. Even if you don't listen on iTunes. Head over to iTunes. Please rate the show. Five stars if you love it. If you hate it, five stars all the same. Uh, You can can leave a review. You don't have to talk about the show. You could just tell us what your favorite Batman movie is uh, in the review. But it would really help the show. Helps people find the show. And uh, and if you've already left a review, tell tell a friend about the show. (laughs) You know, just tell a friend. Let them know about the podcast. If you don't have any friends, tell a complete stranger. Just just share the show with somebody. Like, go... Go out to a window and just scream, scream to the city. From the rooftops. I'm mad as hell, <laughs> and, <laughs> and I you... recommend apathetic enthusiasm uh, on iTunes and Stitcher. Yeah, <laughs> wherever podcasts are sold. <laughs> um, of course, this show and many other podcasts and articles are available all the time at geekade.com. Uh, so check us out over there as well. And is that it? That is, is that, it. I think I read everything off of the banner behind you. So as always, thank you folks for listening yeah i am the great the funny brandon cruz and i am still here i'm travis <laughs> and uh we'll, we'll see you next week see you next week you'll hear us next okay travis you are my number one okay You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.